Moving forward, our childlike faith will be more pivotal to all that's good and perfect than ever before. These are the last days and hard times approach, but fear them not. Romans 5.20 reads, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. As the child of God walks in faith in Christ Jesus, all things will work together for his or her good, especially the hard times. It's not even optional. Romans 8.28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Do keep in mind, saints, that the best friend of the candle is extreme darkness. Jesus said in Matthew 5.16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. God's children of faith always overcome, and they always win because God wills it. Imagine what appears to be the end. Even death's bed is the most glorious and exhilarating moment of our journey on the highway of holiness. Isaiah fifty four sixteen and 17. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. The blessed hope of the born again is so big and marvelously certain that all of life's contradictions are bested in heavenly places far above the earth's ability to interfere. Dear visitor, have you yet to be born again, born a literal second time, this time as a son or daughter of God? John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You must be born again. In just a moment, I will invite you to follow me in a simple prompt. If you follow from your heart, everything changes today, and I must emphasize everything. Today, all of your sin will be forgiven and washed away by Christ's cleansing blood, taking your shame with it. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken, and the word is all. Today, a new birth certificate will be registered in the Lamb's Book of Life, yes, even your new name. Today, you are in the valley of decision. Choose life and live. Here is the invitation I promised. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Deuteronomy 8, verses 7 through 9, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness, thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. God said, Zechariah 4:11 through 14. Then answered I and said unto him, What are these two olive trees upon the right side of the candlestick and upon the left side thereof? 
And I answered again and said unto him, What be these two olive branches, which through the two golden pipes empty the golden oil out of themselves? And he answered and said, Knowest thou not what these be? And I said, No, my lord. Then said he, These are the two anointed ones that stand by the Lord of the whole earth. God said, Exodus, chapter 27, verse 20. And thou shalt command the children of Israel that they bring thee pure oil olive beaten for the light to cause the lamp to burn always. Man said, if there is a God, why is there so much pain and suffering? Who killed all the people? Why is there death at all? Shouldn't God stop all of that unpleasantness? Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 1137, that will for the 1137th time certify the glorious and supernatural inerrancy of God's beautiful majority text, Holy Bible. All of these faith-building features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the building up of the faith and as bait for God's fishermen. Every Thursday evening, God willing, hallelujah, man, they grow by one. Thank you for visiting. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. God is true science. The word science means knowledge, and God is the source of all knowledge. If knowledge is power, and it is, then all knowledge is all power, and that is God. God has given us his written word, our owner's manual, and it is filled with the knowledge of life. The knowledge and science laid out in his beautiful book is the inerrant truth. Truly, disregard God's word at your own certain peril. Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. When God's word is mocked and neglected, the deadly results are assured. The fundamentals work like this. Inherent within every commandment and precept of God is a blessing or a curse. Because God's words are the inerrant and perfect truth, obeying them yields the blessing, the fruit of doing the right thing. Because God's words are the inerrant and perfect truth, disobeying them yields the curse, the deadly fruit of doing the wrong thing. It is so clearly simple. Once one understands these fundamentals, he runs to the do's and don'ts and not from them. When God speaks on any matter, beginning with the beginning, carnal man will challenge, for that is the satanic nature of the fallen. When the wisest among us come to the inescapable and obvious failure of their leadership, they acknowledge the new inescapable truth as though they were never on the wrong side of the equation in the first place. Of course, there is definitely no mention of God's Bible and its obvious superiority. The Bible spends a considerable amount of time addressing dietary issues. When the maker of the body gives food recommendations, the truly wisest among us pay close attention. This feature will highlight the latest research concerning one of God's highly endorsed health elixirs, olive oil. Before we do, however, several previous points from God Said, Man Said features will be noted. God Said, Man Said, Tree of Life Found, the Master saith, Come and Dine. 
God said man said has published many pages of content concerning God's perfect diet and has pointed out the many calamities man's arrogant disregard has created. We have addressed dietary issues such as breastfeeding, whole milk and raw milk, butter, olive oil, salt, raw honey, whole wheat, purging blood from meats, clean and unclean creatures, bats, and COVID-19, and much more. A common mantra today is follow the science. But when that science contradicts the true science of the inerrant Word of God, you can safely disregard the direction given. That direction will always be wrong, always. In the man-said portion of this feature, he hollers, Who killed all the people? The God Said Man Said feature just one book and trans fat pandemic, The Remedy Follows, elaborates. We spend much of our livelihood and our day purchasing, preparing, and eating food. God's word is very clear on these matters, but as you should expect, carnal academia has resisted at every turn, or at least until their dumbbell position becomes impossible to defend. A major global field study is being conducted studying the pandemic, and I do mean pandemic, being caused by the consumption of trans fats. God said, man said, weighed in on this subject over four decades ago when trans fats were the cool thing, being endorsed by the food experts and even the U.S. government. God said, man said, however, was referencing God's instructions recorded thousands of years ago. How about that? Truth never changes. Before we get to the results coming in from New York City, some needed foundational information follows. God said, man said, margarine and nutritional Armageddon. Part of the sub-headline in a feature article in Better Nutrition reads, How the margarine, margarine craze brought America to the brink of nutritional Armageddon. Margarine is partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. According to Dr. W. Willett, Ph.D., M.D. of Harvard, it can be conservatively estimated that approximately 30,000 deaths per year in the United States are attributable to trans fatty acids from partially hydrogenated vegetable oil. That is exactly what margarine is. The esteemed British medical journal, The Lancet, reported on a health study that followed 85,000 nurses since 1976. The study shows that the consumption of just four teaspoons a day of partially hydrogenated vegetable oil margarine increases the risk of coronary heart disease, and how about this, butter has no adverse effect. The health periodical Second Opinion had this to say, I've preached for years about the dangers of eating margarine as a substitute for real butter. Now the devastating results are starting to hit hard. In addition to it being nutrient-free, margarine is a saturated hydrogenated fat that causes our neurochemistry to go into a tailspin, end quote. Using Dr. Willett's 30,000 annual number and extrapolating globally, to 28,130,280 deaths we would be would be attributed to trans fats over the past 40 years disobedience certainly delivers its deadly toll who killed all the people god said man said 
Things We Know to Be True, Scientific American Challenges God, Part 3. July 3, 2015, the week under the headline, Trans Fats, a nanny state ban. The Food and Drug Administration last week implemented a near-zero-tolerance ban on partially hydrogenated oils, the main source of trans fats, giving food companies three years to remove the ingredient from their products. Trans fats were long considered a healthy alternative to lard, but recent studies have linked them to serious health problems like obesity, memory loss, and heart disease. This may be the most important change in our food supply in decades, said Roberto Ferdman in WashingtonPost.com. While the FDA has banned numerous ingredients over the years, including artificial sweeteners such as cyclamate, none has been so clearly linked to tens of thousands of deaths like trans fat. If anything, the trans fat saga shows how hard it is to get nutritional science right, said Sarah Kaplan in WashingtonPost.com, until relatively recently. Experts called trans fats a great boon to Americans' arteries and warned us to avoid the kinds of saturated fats found in butter, eggs, and meat. Now that advice has been reversed, end of quote. Consider that thousands of years ago, the word of God was penned, and not one position has changed. That's what truth looks like. God said, man said, trans fats, wrong door, it reads. Trans fat margarine and its camouflage counterparts have abbreviated millions of lives. God said, man said, has published numerous features on this subject. Columnist Pat Shannon published an article in the Free Press newspaper dealing with the trans fat butter debate. The beginning of his article follows. There seems to be a lot of question about which healthy spreads should be used to replace butter. One says, I can't believe it's not butter. Well, I can. Since the word is finally spreading about the harmful uh, nature of trans fat, margarine has been officially declared as a substance to be avoided. In its place have rushed countless other butter alternatives which do not contain hydrogenated fats. But now that refined vegetable oils, additives, and preservatives are coming under fire, it leaves the question. What in the world can we spread on our toast? The answer is simple and natural. Go back to butter. Of course, most people balk at the suggestion of eating real butter. After all, won't butter cause heart disease and other frightening health conditions? Although the claim that butter is harmful has been a popular one since World War II, it's an assumption with no foundation. In fact, Statistics show the rate of heart disease has increased as butter consumption has decreased. Butter is filled with essential vitamins and antioxidants in their most natural and absorbable state. Butter is actually a better source of vitamin A than carrots, especially for people who have trouble converting the beta carotene in carrots into vitamin A. You can also find vitamin E and selenium in butter. These, along with vitamin A, actually protect the heart from free radical damage, which is a factor in weakened arteries. On the other hand, fabricated spreads are filled with rancid and refined vegetable oils that cause free radical damage. The vitamin A in butter 
is a vital nutrient which strongly impacts growth in children. Deficiencies can affect the development of teeth, bones, and vision. Low-fat diets are often recommended for children, even though these diets have been linked to a failure to thrive, as published in Pediatrics in March of 1994. Low-fat diets, which remove butter from children's lives, may be cutting out their only source of absorbable vitamin A. Another common misconception propagated by modern industry is that the fat in butter is bad for us. Butter is comprised of mostly short and medium-chain fatty acids. These fatty acids can protect against cancer and boost immunity. They are also antifungal. Short and medium-chain fatty acids are also more easily broken down for energy, which means it's actually less likely than the fat in butter will be stored in the body, end of quotes. God highly endorses butter, and it's on the menu. When Abraham serves the Lord and his companions a meal in Genesis eighteen six through 8. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah and said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal. Knead it and make cakes, cakes upon the earth. And Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf, tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them, and he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. Speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, Isaiah seven fifteen reads, Butter and honey shall he eat that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. When God stamps his imprimatur on absolutely anything, get in line. God highly endorses the olive tree and olive oil. God said, man said, tree of life now found. The following excerpt is from the publication Better Nutrition. Relatively new to the Modern botanical scene is Olea europea, or olive leaf. For centuries, the olive tree has been revered as the tree of life. In this century, most of us know it as an international symbol of peace and as the source of a healthful and delicious culinary oil. Additionally, it seems the leaf of the olive tree may well have significant value as an immune-enhancing herb. The world is familiar with the famous Mediterranean diet. A large percentage of the dietary calories in this way of eating are from fats, and the Mediterranean and in the Mediterranean diet, excuse me, the principal fat is olive oil. The general results are a healthy heart and trim body, plus much more. Stacks of scientific information continue to pour in, touting the powers of the products of the olive tree. An excerpt from an article in People magazine follows. In a recent study at the Athens School of Public Health, women who ate olive oil more than once a day had a 25% lower risk of breast cancer than women who had it only once. In Spain, researchers at the Escula Nacional de Sanidad found that women who consumed the most olive oil were 40% less likely to develop breast cancer than those who ate the least. Why? For one thing, olive oil is rich in a group of antioxidants called polyphenols, which seem to fend off heart disease and cancer. It also teems with substances called squalenes, which in animal studies have slowed the growth of colon, lung, and skin cancers, 
according to Chin Rao, a researcher at the American Health Foundation. Japanese physicians now use a purified form of squalenes to boost the tumor-killing ability of chemotherapy. As far as food goes, says Rao, olive oil appears to be the only significant source. End of quote. Oleuropine, a compound found in the olive tree and isolated from its leaf, is credited with the phenomenal long age of the olive tree, which is said to be able to live for thousands of years. This bitter compound protects against nearly every insect and bacterial predator. In the test tube, olive leaf extract has been found to be effective against nearly 90 viruses, retroviruses, bacterium, parasites, yeast, protozoans, fungi, molds, and other microbes and diseases. Just a few that you may be familiar with are anthrax, botulism, chickenpox, chlamydia, Ebola, hepatitis A, B, and C, and more, end quote. Again, from just one book in the trans-fat pandemic. In nearly 200 instances in the scriptures, God speaks of oil. And when he identifies it, we find that it's olive oil. When God endorses something so heavily, the wise embrace it. Lining up with the word of God is a demonstration of our love for him. And the colossal benefits of this lining up are a demonstration of his love for us. It is so utterly amazing. The horrendous damage measured in lives, pain, sorrow, and financial costs caused by carnal wisdom's chronic casting off of the word of God concerning things like olive oil, butter, eggs, honey, whole milk, salt, and so much more is staggering. When one rejects truth, he inherits the results of his disobedience. The following list of benefits lifted from God Said Man Said's first three articles on this highly God-endorsed product will hopefully convince you to replace the bad look-alike products in your pantry with olive oil. Olive oil is a monosaturated fat. It improves cholesterol levels. It reduces coronary heart disease. It lowers the bad LDL cholesterol. It reduces the need for blood pressure medication. Olive oil knocks the popular sunfire oil for a loop. Increased consumption of olive oil reduces rates of arterial hypertension, obesity, and diabetes. Residents of Crete have the lowest rate of health problems, cancer, and obesity in Europe because they use large amounts of virgin olive oil. Olive oil protects against breast cancer, while polyunsaturated fats and vegetable oil seem to enhance the risk. For every 10 grams of monounsaturated olive oil that a woman consumes daily, the risk of breast cancer falls 55%. However, that risk increases by almost 70% for every 5 grams of polyunsaturates consumed per day. Olive oil creates the sensation of fullness. Olive oil improves digestion. Olive oil inhibits gastric acid secretion and has proven useful for gastric and duodenal ulcer patients. Olive oil is useful in decreasing gallstones. Olive oil delivers distinctive advantages over corn and sunflower oils. Olive oil reduces insulin requirements in diabetics and improves their lipidic profile. Higher consumption rates of olive oil deliver lower levels of colon cancer. News story headline, Olive Leaf Extract, a new, old, healing bonanza for mankind. Olive Leaf Extract fights HIV, Epstein-Barr, herpes, the flu, sore throats, and chronic sinusitis. 
The Hungarian government adopts olive leaf extract for its Medicare system as its official anti-infectious disease remedy. Oleuropine, now found in the olive tree and isolated from the leaf, is credited with the phenomenal long life of the olive tree, which is said to be able to live for thousands of years. Olive leaf extract has been found to be effective against nearly excuse me, nearly 90 viruses. As science continues to plumb the depths of the secrets of God's olive oil, the benefits continue to mount and dazzle in surprising ways. The following paragraphs are from an article in the May 2007 issue of USA Weekend written by Gene Carper. It is well known that trans fats, commonly found in commercially fried and baked food, can increase the risk of heart disease and diabetes. But there's another unexpected danger to younger women finds a new Harvard study. Eating too many trans fats could dramatically increase a woman's odds of being infertile. In fact, researchers determined that getting only 2% more calories from trans fats than from monounsaturated fats such as olive oil more than doubled the risk of infertility. And getting 2% more calories from trans fats than from carbohydrates increased the woman's risk by 73%. End of quote. In the 1970s, when God Said, Man Said began reporting on foods like butter and olive oil, trans fats like margarine, shortening, partially hydrogenated vegetable oils, and more, were promoted and endorsed by medical science and the U.S. government. Now these same wonder foods are tagged as known killers. Who will be held accountable? Who killed all the people? End of quote. And now the latest news. The headline of a January 12, 2022 feature published by Harvard EDU reads, Higher olive oil consumption linked with lower risk of premature death, excerpts follow. People who consume higher amounts of olive oil may lower their risk of premature death overall and from specific causes including cardiovascular disease, cancer, and neurodegenerative disease, compared to people who never or almost never consume olive oil, according to a new study led by researchers from Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. The researchers also found that people who consume olive oil instead of animal fat had a lower risk of total and cause-specific mortality. The study was published online January 10, 2022, in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology. The researchers used health data collected between 1990 and 2018 for 60,582 women participating in the nurses' health study and 31,801 men in the health professionals' follow-up study. All participants were free of cardiovascular disease or cancer at the beginning of the study and completed dietary questionnaires every four years during the study period. 36,856 people died. Participants were asked how often they used olive oil in salad dressings, added to food or bread, or in baking or frying. According to the findings, 
People in the highest category of olive oil consumption, more than 7 grams per day or a half a tablespoon, had 19% lower risk of total and cardiovascular disease mortality, 17% lower risk of cancer mortality, 29% lower risk of neurodegenerative mortality, and 18% lower risk of respiratory mortality compared with those who never or rarely consumed olive oil. Compared to margarine, butter, mayonnaise, or dairy fat, the use of olive oil was associated with lower risk of total and cause-specific mortality, although no significant risk reduction was observed when use of olive oil was compared to use of other vegetable oils, end of quote. God's Word is true and righteous altogether. It was authored by God and penned by His holy men thousands of years ago and remains the same without revision. But man's wisdom, on the other hand, is in a constant state of flux. His truth of yesterday is debunked by his truth of today, and his truth of today will be, debunked, will be debunked by his truth of tomorrow. Thousands of years before today's science dazzles with its latest wisdom, the blood-bought discovered that the concept is already recorded in God's holy word. The utter lack of Bible schooling among the world's academics is breathtaking. It's surely true. God's Word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that will last forever. Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. God said, Deuteronomy 8, verses 7 through 9. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness, thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. God said, Zechariah four eleven through 14. Then answered I and said unto him, What are these two olive trees upon the right side of the candlestick and upon the left side thereof? And I answered again and said unto him, What be these two olive branches which through the two golden pipes empty the golden oil out of themselves? And he answered me and said, Knowest thou not what these be? And I said, No, my lord. Then said he, These are the two anointed ones that stand by the Lord of the whole earth. God said, Exodus twenty-seven twenty, And thou shalt command the children of Israel that they bring pure oil, olive, beaten for the light, to cause the lamp to burn always. Man said, If there is a God, why is there so much pain and suffering? Who killed all the people? Why is there death at all? Now you have the record.